Can you remember this tune, Renee? <laughs> okay, come on in, come on in. We are yeah. about to record episode two. Yeah. And I just thought I'd just set the vibe right with a little bit of Tevin Campbell from back in the day. Can we talk? Why? Because you know what? We're going to talk. All right. Um, and I've invited you on um, to today's podcast um, because I've heard your story. OK, um, I think it's very inspiring. You are inspiring. What you have been through is incredible. Um, and the fact that you're still standing, shining a light, still I'm fighting, yes. <laughs> is amazing. So, guys, today I'm bringing you Renee Bailey, OK, a phenomenal woman, OK, um, who has an incredible story that I would like to share. OK, so. Renee, as you know, um, one of the things that um, I feel really passionate about shining a light on is grief. All right. What it does to us, what it does to our emotions. And I just thought that who else would I like to talk about this topic with more yeah. than you? All right. So okay. before we get into the nitty gritty, tell me a little bit about you, Renee. You know, where are you from? You know, what do you do? How many kids have you got? What's your story? Come on, girl. Okay. Hey, everyone. So, um, yeah, originally from Jamaica. I was born in Jamaica. I came okay. here when I was six years old. Um, I grew up with my grandparents, came here when I was six, and, yeah, joined the family with my mum and my sisters. Um, How old I've are got, you, Renee? I'm, I turned 37 in December, so wow. I'm 30. And guys, if, if you're listening, you can't see her, but she looks good, right? Trust me. Yeah, she's looking good for 37. All right. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I've got four kids. Yeah. In reality, in, in, in the flesh, I've got four children. Yeah. But seven, um, three in heaven, three little babies in heaven. And yeah, that's kind of like where my grief kind of started. So I think we're going to touch on that today. Yeah. I a bit of my story and explain like where I'm coming from with that and how it affected me and how I managed to cope and come out the other side absolutely okay so okay so age six you come here from Jamaica um you went you've done your schooling here all right um and then at what age um did you first fall pregnant 21 okay 20. so 21 um and you had a son yes okay yeah. How, how, how was that pregnancy um it was pretty straightforward plain sailing everything was fine it was the best pregnancy ever no no problems no issues everything was just amazing okay so you had your first son okay um and then and then I had my daughter who is now 10 yeah. um pregnancy as well absolutely fine went straight through and yeah she was born at 38 weeks I believe um so yeah no no issues at all with um my daughter Riley okay right so you had two children and you thought right I'm gonna have a third okay all right so you you, you fell pregnant talk yes. me through what then happened so I fell pregnant um this time around with twins I found okay. out Talk to me about that, because I just always hear these stories and imagine like people going along just for a regular scan. Were you, were you, were you, did you have any signs? Did you know? No, 
no signs at all, but I was sick. Like I was sick throughout the pregnancy and I could just tell something was different. Um, And I remember me and my partner used to joke around and say, oh, I think it's a girl because I was sick with Riley as well. Joshua, no morning sickness, nothing, just plain straight through. Um, So I remember going, getting ready and going for that scan where you find out what what you're having. Right, yeah. when and we were joking around and he said something like oh imagine looking on there and you see six six eyes yeah six eyes and just as he said that the what is it sonographer sonographer um and I both went I went and she was like "Uh uh-oh and then we just saw two heartbeats so from then I knew um my partner he was in shock like leave it you know um and we for one of the babies we couldn't get our measurements so they sent me out to sorry they sent me out to go and drink some water you know yeah. run around if I could to try and move the baby so we can get a better measurement and during that time he never spoke to me at all because he was just so shocked yeah like, yeah 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 coming from but I was quite excited because you know um twins do run in my family and I I always had a feeling that I might have been one to have a multiple um yeah so okay so you're excited you started shopping and you're fully embraced into this like I'm going to be a mother of twins did you find out the sex of the babies prior no no you wanted a surprise yeah Okay, yeah. right. So you're, yeah. you're 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 all ready to go. You're going to become a mum of now four, which I yeah. know because listen, let me tell you, my grandmother had two sets of twins. Right, my mum's sister's got twins. There's a lot of twins in my family, um, yeah. so I know that there's a lot of preparation and there's a lot of work that goes into that. So the excitement of having something a little bit different is also there. Okay, yeah. so yeah. so you're, you're... I'm coming from my mum's a twin. And she had triplets. So I just had a feeling one of us were going to. Yeah. Right. And right, and, and that was you. All right. Yeah, so everything, me. apart from um, the um, vomiting, everything was going okay. All right. Yeah. But I, I, I do know that things did take a turn. Just tell us what happened, Renee. So I started having some bleeding. So obviously I went to get it checked out. They checked yeah. and said, you know, sometimes women have bleeds. Um, but just take it easy. And I, they were happy to let me go. I went away, went back to work, was working, um, doing what I'm doing usually. And then I remember one afternoon I was actually at work and I started bleeding again. So I went to the hospital. When I went down um again they checked me they said yeah same things um you know um just bleeding it happens went back home I was at my mum's and I remember I went to the toilet and I felt like really sick and I went sorry to be a bit graphic I I wiped and there was um quite a big clot of blood so Mm. there from there I went to the hospital when I got to the hospital they checked me and they said to me look I can see one of the baby's legs coming out I can see the leg wow. coming wow. out. Wow so you had gone into labour and you were given birth how yeah. many weeks were you Renee? I was 17 weeks. 17, 17 weeks yeah. okay all right how yeah. did you feel at that moment when they said that to you? So they said to me look um, you're our patient you're our priority like yeah. if it happens we have to take care of you you're number one we're not even thinking about the babies mm-hmm. but you know mum I'm thinking about my babies because I'm excited I'm buying stuff I'm, mm. I'm, 
I built that bond, you know, you know, talking to your tummy. Yep. And I remember they said to me, um, basically, you're going to have to have an abortion. Um, the baby's leg that was hang, hanging out, her heartbeat had stopped. But the others, the other one's heartbeat was still going. Right. She was strong. She Fighting. was fine. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm getting a little bit choked up. Okay. Take your time. Um, yeah, her so um swing one, her leg was hanging out, she was a little bit smaller. And they said to me, Look, um, you know, my room's my cervix is opening up, so that's um giving way for me to for infections to get in. And mm. if then then that's basically my life is in danger. Yeah. Um yeah, I remember I, I was in hospital and I was in so much pain, I was hurting. From the, the 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 pain of thinking I have to abort these babies, and from the pain of being in that situation, mm. like I had now picked up an infection, and it was you or them basically. Yeah. And said to me, "Look, you have to take this tablet," and I refused for days upon days. I refused. I'm not taking it. I'm not taking it because I I never wanted to be in this situation. Yeah. You know, to. Although one heartbeat had stopped, I didn't want to stop the other heartbeat. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, because her leg was hanging out, infection was going in, I was in pain, I was being sick, I was vomiting, but I refused because I thought, I can't do this. Mm. I can't do this. And I remember um, it was the Monday, um, they said, no, you, you literally have to take it. And I was still refusing. And my aunt was with me at the time and she said, look, I have to step in. You have to, I'm, I'm going to make sure that you, you take these tablets because you have to think of Joshua and Riley. They're at that's home. right. That's right. Uh, but at that, in that moment, were you prepared to put your life at risk and lose your life in order to hold on to that twin who was still, her heart was beating? I was, I was, yeah. I, I remember thinking, you know, Joshua and Riley are here, they're all right. But once my babies go to the other side, what happens to them? Who's looking after them? I thought that they they needed me to look after them, you know, yeah. even though we're not 100% sure what the afterlife is, is like, you know. Yeah. I believe it's a beautiful thing. It's paradise. Everything's perfect. But what happens to my babies? They're just mm. little things and they're delicate. But Joshua and Riley, they've got, They've got their They've daddy. Got their da yeah. Yeah. And that's what I was thinking at the time. Like, if I if they go, I go, Joshua and Riley will be okay. And at this time, Riley was only 22 months old. Mm. She was old at mm. the time. Mm. So she was so innocent. Joshua was what five years old? Yeah. Um, they would they were still tiny. Mm -hmm. And thanks I for sharing that because what you're saying, I know you're not alone. And so many people who have gone through different experience of pain and grief, you know, the reality of what is here with us is one thing, but we often, we want to, we want to go with the loved ones that have passed. And, and you know what, you, I, I, I can totally relate to how you felt at that time, because now having experienced grief myself, I know I felt that exact same way about my brother. You know, I wanted to be with him. All right. Um, like you've known your brother all your life this yeah. these babies I'd never met yeah you know so it's a totally different type of grief like mm. I oh how to deal with your grief everybody's grief is different yeah. and we of it yeah yeah different. yeah yeah
So, you know, as we know, you did take the tablets um, and you lost those babies. In the moments after all of that has happened, you, so you've, you've, you've given birth and you've now come home. Okay. How were you feeling? I was, I was in pain. Mm. I was in pain, not physical pain. My heart was broken. Yeah. I felt empty. I felt like I'd, I'd lost something and it's not why me, it was, it was more of what did I do wrong? Mm. Why did you cope with looking after these twins? Why could I blamed myself a lot mm. because I felt like it was my fault. You know, my body let us down. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, I blamed myself for years, like just thinking there's something wrong with me. There's something I did wrong. And because mm -hmm. I carried, I was able to carry the other two perfectly yeah. well. And what changed for this to have happened? Yeah. Okay. So that, 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 that's a really painful time. So during that period, um, obviously, you know, quite often we do things to make ourselves feel better. All right. Is there anything that you could think back and think, okay, well, I started to do that in order to try to ease some of that pain? One day there was just Riley, there was just something about her. There was just this look that she had, like her eyes just brightened. And that just gave me an inkling that the girls are living on in Riley and mm -hmm. I have to be here and do the best for for them there was Riley saved my life like mm. I remember burying the girls and I tried to climb into the hole mm. with them because I couldn't bear the thought or just think of them being in there on their own cold and just so fine just so many things went through my head mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and there was just one day that I don't know there was just this bright spark in Riley's eyes mm -hmm. that's what kind of saved me and helped me to Okay. So you found a, you found a reason to live. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. found a why um, to carry on. And oh my gosh, me now knowing you, I'm so glad that you did. Okay. Because you know, your, your story, your children, obviously we all need you. And um, okay. So you, 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 you had that, you had all of the pain for, from that. You then got pregnant again. Yeah. All right. Um, how was that pregnancy? turbulent from the the very beginning the bleeding yeah. right again and I was yeah. thinking oh my god here we go again like um same thing going on um but with this pregnancy at 12 weeks I got a stitch put in yeah mm -hmm. I had a stitch put in you know um and then little did I know 17 weeks my cervix started opening again with a stitch mm -hmm. in mm. Fast forward, I went into labour at 20, 23 weeks and I had a baby at 23 weeks. And How much did he weigh? He was 560 grams. 560 grams? Not Five. even a pound? No. Not even a pound. Okay, so for those, anybody that's um, watching it on YouTube, this is 500 grams, okay? That, that's it. That's in the palm of my hand. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. I so, he, 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 obviously, he was in special care um, and he was fighting for his life. And again, you know, what was the emotion, the feelings that were going on inside you at that time? Why? Yeah. Why? 
But then there was the whys of why am I having to deal with this? And then there was the whys of I was chosen for this special little boy. Yeah. And I just felt like his journey was just a little bit, it was hard. It was yeah. hard for hospital every day. Mm. I was dropping the other kids to school and then going straight to the hospital. And I weren't getting home till like two, three o'clock in the, in the night mm. and then having to get up and do the same thing every day. Um, it was really, really hard. I watched him grow in an incubator, like mm -hmm. formed in the incubator. I couldn't touch him and I was longing for that touch, um, you know, and mm. yeah, um, it was just difficult. Mm. I, at one point I thought I was going crazy. Like I cut my hair off, like I had that much hair, like yeah. I was just so stressed, like, and, and that's where, that's where, I would say my love for food began. Okay. All right. So you began to eat for comfort. What kind of things were you eating? Crisps, um, um, chicken and chips, anything that I could get on the go. Like yeah. Because you were going back and forth to the hospital. Um, yeah. yeah. I spent monies in the hospital canteen, you know, mm -hmm. chocolate, things like cookies, chocolates, just the typical comfort foods that... Yeah. That that, that 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 we would self medicate on chocolates, things that you can have, fizzy drinks, those yep. kind of things. Um, okay, we know and we'll share that he survived. Okay, yep. and Riley, yep. um, he, um, the, the the family, Theo, everybody, you 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 then had three children. Um, tiny little thing. Okay, yep. but he survived. All right. Um, so that is, I think, that's when we met. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, and I know that, you know, there was lots, there was even then as a, you know, as a one-year-old or you, there was lots of hospital trips, you know, there was lots yep. of calling ambulances where he'd need oxygen and all sorts. Um, but, you know, he, how old is he now? He's six, turning okay. seven. Wow. Okay. Young man, little, little young man. Okay. Yes. Um, and it's just incredible and actually also shows the, um, how wonderful technology is and, and, and the, you know, the medical staff that they were able to, you know, save a 500 gram yeah. um, fetus. Okay. Yeah. Um, allow him to grow. He didn't have ears. He didn't have um, anything. He had to, to form in this incubator and continue to grow and his heart continued to beat. How amazing is that? All right. Yeah. Um, so you're, you're obviously you're, you're, you're the, the love and care for yourself that went out of the window. All yeah. right. Because you're still grieving for your twins. You know, you've gone through all this. You know, how many months was he in the hospital? He was in for um, six and a half months. And then we came home and then we went straight back in. Okay. We came home in, on his due date and he was home for that evening. And we went straight back in because he okay. couldn't. Right. Okay. So that, that what a roller coaster. What a roller coaster. Um. Okay. So you then gained. Obviously, you gained weight through that yeah. process. Um. And then you eventually said, "Okay, enough is enough." Yeah. Yeah. Um. You no longer recognised yourself. Mm -hmm. Um. What made you make that decision that now I'm going to do something for me? Okay. Because um, I think you know, Thea was a little bit older. Just mm -hmm. just like year old and I was just so unhappy uncomfortable in my clothes hated the way I look and I just remembered that this little boy is going to need a little bit more from me you know mm. and, um and I wanted to give him the best because he was a fighter and he fought to survive so I've got to fight mm. now for my survival and his because I was suicidal at, at 
a few points in my life and I just got so low that I was just like it can't happen anymore like I need to be here I need to be able to run around with him and I couldn't I couldn't do it because I was unfit I mm -hmm. was unhealthy I I hated the way I look so right. it was a, I knew that something had to change okay and that's when I met you all right <laughs> um yeah um so you came in you started your weight loss journey um, we unraveled and unpacked a lot of that emotion on I that journey. Yeah, yeah. You, we, we shed a lot of tears, right? A lot of tears. Um, you know, when, when you felt like giving up, when you felt that you couldn't go on. You know, I remember at the time he was still very thick, sick. All right, um, but obviously just encouraging you and supporting you through that process, and just yeah, just encouraging you that it was so important to put your own oxygen mask on first. All right, yeah. in order that you can take care of everybody else. All right. Yeah. How much weight did you lose? Four stones. Okay. All right. So you lost four stones. Girls start looking hot <laughs> and sexy and everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Then what happened? <laughs> I stayed four stone. I stayed with the loss for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I got pregnant again. Okay. Right. <laughs> so she got pregnant again. Um. Now, I know that everybody around you, based on the previous experiences, were were terrified, okay, that, you know, that you becoming pregnant was going to be putting your life at risk, all and right? Remember that 2020 pregnancy, I didn't tell you. I didn't tell you because I knew I would be in trouble. <laughs> right, you know, because my heart would have been racing. All right. Yeah. So, you know, so so not only did you not tell me, you kept that that pregnancy secret from mm -hmm. from everyone. You kept it to yourself. All right. Yeah. Um, how many weeks, you know, just just give us a little, you know, a short what what happened with that during that pregnancy? So again, I um my cervix began opening and um I lost that baby at 18 weeks. Um yeah. That was a little boy. That yeah. was twenty. So, as you can imagine, that's right in the middle of COVID. Right. So, and you had to give birth. I had to give birth. Yes, right. I had to give birth, and I bled. I bled out. Like I was rushed about. I was pushing because my body was telling me to push. I had the baby. Baby came out, and I had to del deliver the placenta, mm -hmm. and my body was just saying, "Push, push, push." And I just bled, I bled out. And I remember um, the midwife was saying, you need to stop pushing. But my body won't, wasn't listening to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I continued pushing. And I remember my partner at the time saying, look, you need to intervene. You need to do something. Mm -hmm. A lot of blood. I had to be rushed back to theatre mm -hmm. um, for them to deliver my placenta and for them to stop my bleeding. Mm. How much pints of blood did you lose, you know? did you get a, you had a blood transfusion i did yeah okay um and i and and you know this isn't this is no not playing it down you nearly lost your life i did okay I, I right did. you nearly lost your life um i remember receiving the phone calls receiving the text messages knowing what was going on and just praying okay um that you make it through all right um but again knowing that this grief, what it was going to do to you, all right? Having already lost the twins, you know, when you're sitting there as a friend saying, 
why I was saying why why Renee why you know if I could have taken away that pain from you and that whole situation I would have all right um because that then meant you've given birth we then you know another funeral it was like you said 2020 so you know it wasn't a great time nobody can come and visit nobody can be there for you or support you or alone all right um and again the, what, what, how would you say your mental health was following that I needed counseling I started counseling I had to have counseling because I was so low mm -hmm. and it was like okay this is the second time well more or less kind of the third time around because Theo was um, was touching yeah 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 and then yeah um your, your your pain was real okay as somebody sitting and watching it it, it it was crushing to watch all right and it was that grief that you can almost reach out and touch yeah because you were a, a shadow of your former self it was hurting I yeah. can't I can't even begin to explain the hurt that I felt like I can't put it in words and you know I don't know how how I got through it okay. I don't know one day at a time one day at a time all right if somebody else was ex has experienced loss and they're listening to this um because yes you know th th this can be quite triggering for people you got through it and i have seen you smile since okay yes. um what, what 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 would you what advice would you give to somebody going through this or having recently gone through this or experienced something like this definitely one day at a time and if you have your breakdowns that's okay yeah. that it's okay yeah. Yeah. it's okay not to be okay yeah, yeah that's you know? right it is okay not to be okay and one of the important things that you said there as well is that you got help and support you went and sought counseling through this whole process yeah. all right you do not have to suffer alone there are people out there that can help and support and we will in the comments you know put um some some links for people yeah. that if you need some help and support or have experienced anything like this that you can go and get some support too all right yeah. um so you went through that. Now, guy, you think that that would be the end of the story. No, 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 no. Yeah. Renee, she went back again. All right. She wanted a baby. She went back again. All right. Um, but hey, guys, don't worry. This was, <laughs> this story has a happy ending. Okay. Because Renee yeah. got pregnant. She did keep it to herself. <laughs> Right. Um, until until she got to, you know, got got past. But you managed to get all the way. How many weeks did you get this um, with, the, with your 35 last pregnancy? 35 weeks. Right. 35 weeks. Um, and you delivered a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful blessing um, of a little girl. All right. Yes. So yeah. you now have four children alive. OK, yeah. so you have four four live births. All right. Um, and through all of that, you're back putting yourself first Renee right yeah taking care of you um I know that you're currently working you've lost you know quite a significant amount of weight you're losing that baby weight you're getting your mojo back and making yourself that fabulous yummy mummy um yeah. for them all right um Renee do you know what this story that you've shared is incredible all right and I, and and the reason I look at you with such admiration is because through all the pain through all the challenges, like I still know that you're still, you know, got challenges um, 
you know, with, with, with Theo, it's, it's, it's still ongoing. All right. Um, you know, the constant hospital trips, he's got some um, additional needs, so he needs some help and support, but you're, you're still out there doing your thing, girl. All right. I have to, you know, I just decided that, you know, I need to put me that well first kind of you know the kids always come absolutely <laughs> no you put yourself first because if you don't put yourself first okay how can you be anything for them true right true. and actually what you've shown your children you don't realize it now let me tell you you've shown them that life will throw storms yeah life will throw obstacles but you know what you may be down but you weren't out girl mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and actually even through that you didn't know your own strength yeah Right. You didn't know your own strength because through the pain, you continue to fight. You never gave up. Okay, Mm -hmm. Um, no more babies now. (laughs) No, no, no more babies. Putting your life at risk. You're done. Okay, Um, you just enjoy the ones that you've got. All right. Um, But, you know, the the, 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 the reality of it is, is that, you know, the, the key points here is that through the pain, through the grief. All right. There you know, you've gone through that, but just like a butterfly, you've gone through it and you're now seeing better days. And that doesn't also mean that you don't have the days when you will weep. That yeah. doesn't mean that there's that you won't have those days when you'll look back and think, wow, all right? Yeah. But you've chosen, yeah, mm-hmm. you've chosen to live. You've chosen uh-huh. to smile yeah. and, and, and to keep on going. And that is why I've called you on here to say, do you know what? I've got so much respect, so much love. And yeah, your story is encouraging and inspiring for others. Okay. Dealing with grief and pain because it's real. Yeah. All right? It's real. Um, so what I, what I say to, um, you know, to anyone out there, guys, um, if you have experienced um, the loss or pain of losing a child, I don't think that, any parent should have to bury a child. I think it's the most painful things. The cycle of life is that, you know, our children are supposed to bury us, yeah. not the other way around. And so when it does happen, it can be extremely painful, debilitating, and it's something that you'll never get over. All right. But you have learned to live with it and you're living with it every day um, and you're doing it really well. And I'm really proud of you. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, so Renee's out here. Um Renee, um, not only did you lose the weight, all right, but you then decided to give back, okay? Yes. And you're giving back to the community in a way that you have decided that you want to help other women, all right? You want to help and support. You want to talk. So okay. she's helping women to get their mojo back and men, all right? Um, and, you know, as part of her experience, see those life experiences that you've got? Somebody, you know, as, as you, people cross Renee's door now every day so that she can give that help and support to them and encouragement. She, I think, has got the experience to say, do you know what, guys? I've been there. I've felt yeah. it. I've done the comfort eating, but I've chosen to put me first. Um, so you are now a weight loss consultant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What area are you in? Southeast. Okay. So she's in the Southeast. Um, um, Renee looks after clients. Not only is she supporting people um, face to face, but you do virtual clients as well. All right. Um, Because we know that a lot of the people who are 
you know, carrying excess weight and self-medicating with food do need that help and support. And you're giving back by saying, you know what, I've been there, I've done it and I can help you too, because I understand it. And sometimes that's all you need. You just need somebody who understands what you're going through and that will hold your hand and take you through those dark days. Right. So I just want to get, again, commend you for making that decision that you do want to help and support others. All right. You do want to be there for people, no matter what their, you know, whatever their stories are. You are a fantastic and amazing listener. All right. So, guys, this is Renee Bailey. Um, If you want to check her out, she's on Instagram. What's your Instagram handle? New you, new underscore you one, two, one. Right. At. Oh, no, it's just at um, at new underscore one to one okay go for a follow guys yeah like and support um and if you're interested if you want to know more if you want to talk to renee hit her up on instagram she's there listen girl i just want to thank you for taking the time out to come and share a very deep and personal story if anybody is listening to this as i've said um there i'm going to be sharing in the comments um some help and support some links for you to go and get some help and support if you need to talk all right. Yeah. Um, you know, bereavement counseling, that type of thing. There's a lot of things that are out there and available to help you deal with things like that. OK, um, so thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming along, guys. That's the end. Um, it's a wrap. Um, I hope that, you know, by Renee sharing her story, it, it, it inspires somebody to say, do you know what? It doesn't matter what you're going through. Right. It doesn't matter what you're going through. You just need to believe you can see when she talks about that little flicker in her daughter's eyes, gave her a reason to live. She found a reason to live. All right. And I'm glad you did, as I said. Um, So if you're feeling down, guys, if you're feeling that you can't go on, believe us when we say you don't know your own strength. Yeah. Just take one day at a time, one day at a time. All right. And you will make it through. All right. Take care. Thank you. Thank you, Renee. Um, Thank and you. That, that's it. That's a wrap. Um, guys, give us a follow, like, and subscribe, and leave a comment if you found this useful. All right. Yeah. Take care. Thank you. Yeah.